What is up, you guys? My name is Callan, and this is the Processing Publicly podcast, a safe space for me to explore and integrate my spiritual and psychic awakening journeys. I'm so stoked to have you here with me. My intention is that sharing my journey of diving into deeper understandings of who I truly am will inspire and activate the same in those of you who are called to listen to my podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello. So this episode is uh, a little bit different in the sense that as I'm assembling the episode, I already know that it's three separate downloads and that shit is not just coming through the whole time. Um, So the first one is a little aha moment that I had earlier today, like a couple hours ago. And it was just like, I don't know, all of this is about like manifestation and co-creating with the universe. Then after that, so the first one is the longest one. And then at the end, there's like two shorter little downloads that I had whenever I went on a walk. I apologize for the audio in advance. I can only imagine that y'all should get used to that sort of thing. Um, because my guides have told me specifically that whenever I walk Harlow, it's going to be a time when they're like, expecting me to be talking to them not expect like it was a suggested time they they suggested that that would be a good time that I do it I was doing it already but yeah anyways okay I'm rambling I hope you guys enjoy this episode and yeah let's get into it okay I had a little mini breakthrough about manifestation and I'm gonna try to articulate it because I think it would be helpful. So basically, as humans, we are meant to be co-creators of our reality. We each have our own reality stream that is like born out of us. There's a Grizz song called No Time Like the Present. And he has a part where he's like, the universe, you exist so that the universe can or something like that, like the, when you were born, a world is born out of you, that's what he's talking about, is like, when we, I don't know at what point it occurs, but when the soul is now like, okay, yes, I'm coming into this human body, it doesn't matter, like, it, this, the baby does not even have to be born for a new reality. It's not like when we are born into this world that that is when the reality stream exists. No, it's like when our, I guess, when our soul picks a body. Like, I, I'm not exactly sure how it works, so don't hold me to this. Uh, whatever. But basically, once our soul picks a body, then a reality stream is born. Like a whole new reality that didn't exist before. A whole new perspective that wasn't there already. And like our soul was there, but the reality stream was not. So a whole new reality stream is born, right? So just that alone is like, why am I letting other people run my reality stream? Like I'm the steward of this reality stream. I get to pick what goes on over here. I get, I have access to all the settings, all the different superpowers and stuff. We have access to all of that. We're just programmed a way to believe that we don't and that we're powerless and all of this stuff. And 
oh god it's just so frustrating so it's frustrating because like just imagine what the world would be like say everything that's going on in the world right now is the same not a whole lot is changing but people just had a sense that they had more power than they believed than we have been believing. Just if everyone had a knowing of, fuck that, I'm not doing that. I'm a powerful, sovereign being. You know, even if we still had all the programming, but that was just one of the things that we still had, like, intact, it would be so much harder to program us because we would believe in our inherent worth to be here. We wouldn't buy into all these different systems that say that we have to exchange our time and our attention and our fucking life force energy for money to exist here like what 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 okay uh it just it really frustrates me so that was like the first little part but um okay so it just the visualization that i had I'm going to try to give a brief summary of how all of this works. So, we, our beliefs are just the way that we are programmed, whether it's by the false matrix or not. We we are just, we are programmable. And our beliefs and everything, that's where, and like, what our attention is going on, that's how we manifest. We're manifesting in every moment, all the time. There's no way to not manifest. We just have not been doing it consciously. We're doing it from a place of, um, oh, well, this is what we have to do, and we're powerless, so we have to do it, and blah, 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 whatever. So our beliefs create our reality stream, just to put it simply. Um, all of this stuff is so much more complex than I give merit to. If you like the things that I talk about and you want more details... Check out Amy Belair. I don't know how many times I can say it. Amy Belair is... She she will give probably all the same... Not all the same, but a lot of the same examples. Because I'm pulling a lot of them from her. And she's just going to expand on it so much more to where you actually understand how all of this works. But that's not my job. My job is to not do that at this point in time. So... We have our beliefs, it creates, we manifest our reality. We can say all we want. I want a million dollars. I want this. I want that. Whatever. But if none of your beliefs actually support it, then you're kind of just saying shit. And if you actually do believe that you can have it, but you're always, and I'm guilty of this, but you're always talking about, oh, well, okay, here's an example. Whenever I was struggling with my mental illness journey, I started to catch on to the idea that what you believe manifests and the things that you talk about and pour your attention into manifest. I didn't understand how it all worked or to what level. It was just I had these basic understandings and I was like, okay, well, if that's true, I talk about how my life sucks and how I'm mentally ill all the fucking time. People ask how I'm doing. I'm an honest person. I tell them I'm having a breakdown every fucking day uh multiple breakdowns like that's just it, it it the truth in that time was that I was really 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 fucking struggling but 
the way that I pulled myself out of it was by just stop talking about how much I was struggling. It didn't mean that I immediately stopped struggling, but it was pretty quick. Like once I caught on to the fact that, oh, maybe if I just don't talk about this all the time and I'm more careful with the words that I choose, then things will change. And things totally fucking changed. And then it just got to the point where I just declared, I am not mentally ill anymore. This is not something that I, that I deal with. I don't vape anymore. I don't have this crippling nicotine addiction. I don't have all of these. Like, I am leaving all of this right here, right now. And guess what? It got left there, right there, and right in that moment. My reality fucking shifted. And it's a year and a half later, and I am still, like, standing by that. I'm the best that I've ever been mentally, like, it's hard to even remember what depression felt like, and I was depressed for over 10 years. I'm 24 years old. Half of my life so far basically has been spent depressed, and it's hard for me to remember what that feels like. That's a very real example that I figured out before I knew all this stuff from Amy Belair. Like, yeah, I'm not... I talk about her all the time. I'm not saying you have to listen to her and she's the key for you to figure out everything and blah, 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 whatever. She was just really helpful and she's so interesting to talk to and just the way that she describes things. I'm just like, ah, yes, it's the, it's so good for my brain. But, okay. So our words and, yes. So I just stopped speaking about how mentally ill I was. And so then, and then I declared it was like the not speaking about it so much. I wasn't ready to jump straight from my life is a fucking heaping pile of garbage on fire. I couldn't go from that to everything is great. And everything still is not perfect by any means, but things are way better than they used to be. But it was like I needed that period of time to just like there was simply an absence of no longer speaking about it so much, so I wasn't constantly manifesting it. So then things started to chill out, but I was still feeling the mental illness stuff going on. So it was like a couple months of doing that, and then I made the declaration, and that's whenever it cut off. There was like maybe a few weeks of residual, like just getting used to not being on medicine anymore and having a couple mental breakdowns left in me, but it was nothing like it was before then. And yeah, it just continued to get better and now it's way fucking better. So I'm trying to remember where I was going with all of this. Okay, so from the place of always talking about my mental illness, I couldn't have just been like, okay, I'm not mentally ill anymore, and then move on with my life and expect to not be mentally ill. Like, there was an integration process with it. And that's sort of what I am getting at. So, say I was praying to God, fix my mental illness. God, source, whatever you want to call it, my higher self, truly, whatever you want to call it, would love to help me. Like, God, well, we'll just call it source. No, actually, I'm just going to call it God because it makes it a little bit easier. God wants to help us. God wants to, like, see us happy, okay? And there is a part that we play in allowing that to happen. 
And that's where our beliefs come in. If we have all these wonky beliefs about how we're going to be mentally ill forever and this fucking sucks and my life sucks and I'm never going to see the light at the end of the tunnel and everything is just always going wrong for me. All of the shit, yeah, it's going to keep going that way because that's what you're fucking projecting out into the matrix and then it's fucking reflecting it right back to you. So, of course, that's what's going to happen. So we have to get to a place where we can say, hey, God, can you help me with this? And God's like, yeah, sure. But we have a clear channel to receive and be just absolutely wooed by the universe in seeing that, like, all that it can create with us. Like, we don't have to do all the work on our own. We have help. We just have to allow the help. So the visualization that I had was like, hey, like, it's like me, human me is talking up to, like, my higher self who's, like, in the workshop, like, Santa's workshop, I guess. And I was just like, hey, can you help me with this? And they'd be like, yes, absolutely. I would love to do that. And then they look at our beliefs and what they're allowed to create and like based off of what we are allowing ourselves to receive and they're just like damn you asked for this big project but all you can receive is the same old fucking thing that you've been getting every week it's not like we can say it all we want but if we're just saying words and there's nothing behind it you're not gonna get anywhere um it's like you really do have to work on your belief shifting where you see yourself actually receiving that thing. Because if you put yourself in the place of saying, okay, I want to be a millionaire. Whenever you, if you come from not having money, it's going to feel really distant at first. And the way I sort of see it is like, you've just got a block channel. And so over time, you slowly chip away at all the little beliefs that tell you that, oh, you'll never be rich, or if you're rich, then you're one of the bad guys, or, if, you know, like, if you have money, then you have to fix all the problems that are going on in the world, and none of it can be left for you, and you have to work really hard for your money, and all of this stuff. We pick our settings. We don't, most of the time, it's not conscious. We pick our settings of what manifestations can show up as, essentially, and until we change our settings, then we're not going to receive anything new. It's like if you've been getting McDonald's every single day, every day for your whole life, you get McDonald's every day for lunch. And then one day you're just like, man, I don't want McDonald's anymore. I think I, I, think I want Chipotle. And so you like declare like, I'm getting Chipotle today. But then you pull up to the McDonald's drive-thru and you ask for Chipotle. It's like that's not really going to work. And it's you're like, well, I mean, I don't know how to get to Chipotle. I've been going to McDonald's my whole life. Every day for lunch, this is what I do. I'm programmed to take a left turn here and then take a right turn there and then take a left turn here and then, then I'm at McDonald's. I don't know how to get to Chipotle. And so it's like, okay, well... 
It was right around this moment whenever I realized that my download later on in the day, um, later on in this episode, is directly, like, my spirit guides will give me, my higher self will give me a, a download that's in the same theme of things that I was talking about so that I can perfectly string it together. How fucking cool, like, organized ass beings. I love it. Then I'm at McDonald's. I don't know how to get to Chipotle. And so it's like, okay, well, maybe just start by doing the opposite or just something different than what you're already doing. It's going to take you down a different route. It probably won't be the route to Chipotle immediately, but you're also, you know how to get to McDonald's. So if you just do what isn't that, then you're going to get somewhere other than McDonald's. And over time, it's like you'll slowly start to figure things out. And it doesn't even have to be like a slow process either. But just like allow yourself grace as you're unplugging from beliefs. But slowly you'll just be like, I don't know, just going down different paths, trying different routes. And then one day you'll be like, oh, fuck, I'm at Chipotle. Like I I, I cleared all the the analogy in that is like you cleared all your shit and the universe was able to just take you to chipotle you know you didn't have all these wonky beliefs about how you had to be at mcdonald's every day and i hope that that analogy you know works and gets my point across i'm starting to understand the frustration that the people in the spiritual community have with trying to describe things like amy talks about this all the time especially with english it's just like uh just the way it's designed it's i don't fully see it yet but i see how it's constructed in a way that is if you're gonna talk about the truth you really have to dance around it. Like, it's hard to just say it because we use... There's all these different meanings and connotations and, like, different denotations for the same word. Uh, yeah, it just makes things very hard in a language aspect, much less trying to convey psychic information through words. It's just so clunky and not the way that it is. But essentially... I guess, like, the, the vision that I was having was just me being like, hey, source, I'm, I'm ready to experience something different. And I'm doing the work to remove, like, it's like, oh, fuck, it's so hard to talk about. Yeah, just being like, hey, source, I know I've been asking for A, but can I actually get B now? And Source is like, yeah, I would love to give you B with a cherry on top and, you know, whipped cream and everything. Like, I, I want to do the whole thing for you. But then I've got this thing where I'm like, oh, I can only, I can actually only receive A and I can get like sprinkles, no whipped cream and cherry. And so it's like, all right, got to respect your free will. Here's your A with sprinkles. And I'm like, what the fuck? I asked for B and there was going to be a cherry on top and whipped cream and all of that. What happened to that? And then Source is like, what happened to you shifting your beliefs so that I could give you that? Is sort of how it played out. Um, 
So yeah, okay. I think that's pretty much all that I have to say about this. So I hope that everyone is having a wonderful beginning of their week. I don't know when this episode's gone out, but um, we're revving up for the holidays for any of you who are going to be participating in that. I will be for very, uh, yeah, briefly. I'm like, I don't know. This might be the last Christmas I ever participate in. Um, but anyways, I hope everyone is having a great week. I hope that this brought some insight, clicked some puzzle pieces into place, turned on some light bulbs. You know the drill. Um, I hope that you, every day, are stepping into deeper understandings of who the fuck you are and the magic that you fucking wield. And I'm sorry that I do a shit job at explaining the magic that we have. And it's because I don't even fully understand it yet, but I know, I know it's big. I know it's big. So I appreciate you guys for listening. You're pure magic and you are exactly where you are meant to be. Okay, just kidding. There's a second part of this episode. Whenever we think the universe is testing us, to see if we can handle it. It's really just us testing ourselves to see if we have the capacity to hold it without spinning out. Like it's an act of love when when we're being tested as we like level up. It's it's not meant to hinder us. It's like meant to do the opposite. So I had another thought that Whenever we are in, like, co-creatorship with the universe, we are still driving the fucking bus, you guys. We're just letting the universe be the maps. So, like, you know, whenever you're using maps or whatever, it'll, like, tell you to go one way. You're, it, it's not like your car is defaulted to have to go that way. You still have your authority to do it, but you're just not putting all the pressure of everything on your shoulders. It's like... Like, you have the idea of the end result. Like, okay, I want to go to the massage therapist right now. I don't know. And so, the, okay, Harlow, why are you gross? So, you're like, okay, I want to go to the massage therapist. And you don't have to know how to get to the massage therapist. You have your maps. You plug it in. The maps is the universe. You're like, hey, oh my god, I just watched a squirrel jump across the creek and it was adorable. Um, yeah, you put it in your maps. You let the universe read the maps. It's like, hey, I'm going to do this. Can you help? And the universe is like, yes. I would love to do that. Like, the maps job is to literally help you get to where you're trying to, like, where you're going. So... Yeah, that was two little mini downloads back to back. I'm thinking that I might start doing little quick, like, a quick little riff off of a download. Whenever I, well, I don't know, I was in a pretty, I don't want to say a trash mood, but I could feel my mood going down. And so I was like, okay, how are we going to fix that? So I paused the show I was watching. I got up, put my, put my phone up to my speaker. I put on Only Love by Ben Howard, and within 10 seconds of standing up, dancing to it, I was crying. I don't know why. That's not usually the reaction I have to that song. Um, but yeah, then I listened to a couple other songs, danced around the house, and 
It was literally like, I'm sorry there's a train next to me. Y'all could probably totally hear it. Usually I record in my house, but um, we've got different. Harlow, come on. <laughs> um, oh, fuck, what was I saying? Oh, I got up. Harlow, please do not eat that dead animal. I got up, I danced around, and it was like I was connecting to, I didn't feel like my higher self, it felt like like a future version of myself, which perhaps my higher self was incorporated into that, but it was, there was a distinction. I, it was just a knowing. Uh, most of my psychic uh, understanding is claircognizance, just clear knowing of something. So basically, fuck, um, I'm getting all distracted here. Okay, yeah, so it was like I was connected to a future version of myself that was like, it was really sweet. I was at like one of the retreats that I was hosting and I was like playing an instrument in in my body. It feels like a guitar. I don't know if it's actually a guitar, if it's drums or what, like how it's actually gonna play out. I feel like it's gonna be like, some sort of drums or like technological sort of sound frequency stuff. Um, but yeah, I was just, it was like kind of like performing. I don't know. I was like leading the, the retreat group and I'm just going to call it my life partner was there. I was going to say husband, but because I just don't know what other word to use, but life partner was there and no, we were just looking at each other all sweet but it's just like I'm just so excited like I'm so excited to be in this era of my life where I can literally Harlow what the fuck <laughs> can I can literally do whatever I want whenever I want I don't have to run it by anyone I even run it by even just like be like, hey, I'm going to the store. And which then a boyfriend or life partner would be like, oh, what are you getting at the store? And sometimes I just don't have the capacity to be like, I don't know, Harlow, get away from the cigarettes. Oh my gosh. Okay, if, I don't know how I'm going to end up editing these clips if I end up leaving in the bits where I'm just like struggling with Harlow and then interacting with outside um sorry in advance hopefully it's interesting oh yeah but i'm also just really excited to be in the era where like i am all loved up and by the era i mean like like my intentions the way that it feels is that like this is truly like my my life partner like part of it just feels like part of my soul agreement was like yes I'll come do all of this stuff I'll go through these circumstances I'll do all of that but I got a condition they're like what and I was like fucking me and my like true like divine soul partner like like that's the concept of the one it goes back to the Lemurian blueprint of like how families worked and everything and then shit got fucked up but it feels like a part of 
my sole contract coming into this life was that I get I get my like true divine soul partner and we have like a long very happy very just like beautiful life together and like I'm still I'm still my own person my own soul he's still his own person his own soul but it's very much a like a two-person like I don't know yeah it's just a union I don't do everything by myself he doesn't do everything by himself himself like we're there to literally aid each other through the spiritual journey and it's like some of the shit that they told us in Catholic school like you know that's the point of marriage is to have the person to help oh my god have the person to help you um like basically in your relationship with god like help you get to heaven sort of it's like okay that's they just bastardize the idea because it's not even that that i have a problem with it's not even that that i have a problem with it's just the way that it's portrayed like that you know you can't I don't know just other things that they put in with the family dynamic like the man is the head of the household and the wife is there to serve her husband and that shit I don't get down with it's a mutual it's oh man I'm yeah I'm just really excited because there's like not a singular doubt in my body that like this person that I'm constantly thinking about and have no idea who they are. That like there is indeed a person on the other end of these thoughts and that like they're not that far away. Like I can tell. It's it doesn't feel like it's within the next year. But I would imagine that I find my soul partner and start my business in the same year. Like this that's just kind of how it feels. It's kind of the predictions I've been given. It's the energy of it. I don't know. So, yeah.